I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of Project Power, the latest movie on Netflix. Actually watched this the other night. My roommate just got a ginormous 85-inch 4K uh, HDR television. And uh, gotta say, a lot of this movie was really impressive. But anyway, I'm a little behind on podcasts, so let's get to a quick review of this movie that actually felt like a theatrical movie. Um, when I watch a lot of Netflix, Amazon movies, a lot of them feel like they're Netflix and Amazon movies. And that's not a bad thing. That's better than a TV show to me. But it's still not quite, you know, theatrical quality theatrical level i don't i don't want to put them down because they're great for what they are um but every once in a while these services have had movies and tv shows that are elevated far beyond uh what i would expect in a theatrical experience and that's been impressive say uh, netflix dark i think that show uh, i don't know how they would have made it a movie it was 26 episodes over three seasons but it was that is incredible television anyway Project Power is a new kind of a superhero movie from Ariel Schulman and Henry Joost. Now, they made Catfish and uh, Paranormal Activity 3. So not exactly a, a, a you know calling card to make a superhero movie. But they got Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt to star in it. Dominic Fishback is new and she's great in the movie. Um, although... By the end of the movie, I was wondering, other than flavor, why was she in the movie? Because it really wasn't, it was really about the two guys and the journey they were on. Um, but anyway, the idea behind the movie, not any into too many spoilers, is that uh, in a near future, a company of shady individuals is putting a drug on the streets that if you take power, you have super abilities for five minutes. And while that sounds great, uh, not everybody survives. <laughs> Just like any drug, uh, some people die instantly. They freeze to death or they burn up or something or they explode. Um, and you don't know what powers you're going to get when you take the pill. So it's interesting and you have five minutes to use them. And so there's a bit of chaos going on in the modern world as cups and people are dealing with this new drug on the streets that literally make people impossible to catch. Um, and it doesn't play with superhero tropes as much as you would think. It really doesn't. And matter of fact, had it, it would have probably been a hair better. This was a movie that my roommate gave about a six and a half out of 10, and that I'd probably give a three out of five. Um, it's definitely capable. It's well made. Uh, the acting is all A-level. Um, like I said, there's a young star in it who does some rap from an up-and-coming uh, rap artist, wrote the lyrics and does the theme over the end of the, the uh, movie. She was very good, but in the writing areas where it, it falters some, there is a lot of procedural and exposition stuff going on in this film. And for a movie that's under two hours, um, I'd like to get to the superhero stuff a little bit faster. Now, what I did like about it is the special effects are very good. It's an $85 million budgeted film, and all of that is on the screen. The special effects are really good for a Netflix movie or a theatrical movie or whatever. Um, the different effects, the different people, how they achieve them. There is a great little making of on YouTube with Machine Gun Kelly's character. He flames out in the movie. And uh, how they did it. Uh, with a combination of practical effects, prosthesis, uh, LED lighting, and some digital effects placed on top of it. it. It's really impressive what they can do today. By blending all those together, you don't get you know these total CGI characters and you're not getting bad makeup effects. You're getting stuff in between, um, which is actually 
in this particular case is great. It, it fits this superhero formula well. Um, like I said, all the special effects and all the action scenes are very well thought out and well done. The movie as a whole is well done, and it's an entertaining bit of movie. Like I said, I'll give it three out of five. I didn't hate it. But it just didn't seem to it has a, it does have a bit of a message it does have a few things to say i think it's a little cloudy and doesn't get all those out there but if you want to sit down and you've missed seeing big budgeted superhero oriented movies over the summer this this is not a bad way to spend 2 hours on a big screen in 4k hdr the special effects are spectacular. And again, I don't want to get into spoilers, but obviously all movies build to some big ending, especially if it's a special effects movie. And if they had done more of what they do in the last 10 minutes of this movie <laughs> throughout the movie, it, it's kind of in spurts throughout. Um, I would have enjoyed it that much more. And I'm not saying it's every movie's got to be a Marvel movie and everybody's got, uh, you know, got to have action every 10 minutes or whatever to keep people entertained. I'm just saying that this movie was a good idea that wasn't fully fleshed out enough to support not having the action cues coming in more often. Um, like I said, we enjoyed it. We didn't turn it off. And when it was over, we went, it was it was okay. It was good. You know, it was it was good. You know, <laughs> that kind of inflection that says, "Well, it was good, but um, it just wasn't very memorable. It just wasn't. You know, it could have had a lot more import. Giving the build up that they did, they they build up this this young character who's dealing the drug and um, her problems at school, her problems in life, and stuff like that. And they could have used that as a stronger thread through the piece. And she is kind of the thread through the piece. I just think it could have all of it. There seemed to be a, a tug of war going on to make this shorter and more concise uh, and deeper and yet keep it action or I don't know. But you've got a couple A-list stars like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie Foxx. It, it, it's hard for anybody else to shine under those two big bright lights. And both of those gentlemen do great jobs. Jamie is is always one to count on in movies. Uh, so is Joseph. They they He's kind of playing your typical Joseph Gordon-Levitt cop type character who's trying to do the right thing but they do have levels and like i said it's it's a pretty good movie it just needed a little bit more to be a great movie and i'm not the guy to tell you know i i could say well they could have done this but i don't really like those kind of reviews so i review what i saw and what i saw was entertaining uh, nothing I have to buy if they were ever to put it out on Blu-ray. I watched it once, and like I said, the special effects are very impressive. If you have a nice TV and you have a nice setup, the sound, the the special, everything, yeah, that it was it was very impressive to watch. Um, but like I said, it's it's not a movie that would go into my library because well, there are better superhero movies out there, and and better superhero movies that have done the gritty, down to earth, normal people dealing with extra normal type situations. That's been done hundreds of times now that superhero movies are an actual genre that happens all the time. Um, back in the day, we didn't have that. But like I said, so you're up to a pretty big, you know, Christopher Nolan made some incredible Batman movies and Marvel has knocked it out of the park with quite a few of theirs. It is hard for anything that does something in the superhero genre to differentiate itself. Uh, go back to Brightburn uh, from, you know, over a year ago. That was a movie I thought had two great acts and didn't have an ending. Um, I thought the Superman goes, you know, what if, what if Superman was dark? <laughs> uh, they did it very well, but there was never a bad guy. You know, at the end, he was the bad guy. There wasn't anybody for him to fight. When he flies off at the end, you'd be like, okay, now let's get to the big, 
let's show his powers. But I, I felt it was two acts missing a third. Pretty good movie, though, and Sony gave it to me for free in one of their uh, contests or whatever, so I, I have watched it again. And it's a good movie. It's well made. But again, to differentiate yourself from all the other superhero movies out there, you have to be great. And um, this is really good. Really good star power. If you like the two actors, then definitely watch it. I, I'm definitely not telling anybody not to watch it. it. You have Netflix. It's another one that's free free with your monthly subscription. So watch it. It's definitely worth watching. It's not a bad movie. Um, but reviewing this in comparison to other superhero movies, it's like, well, it's it's not this or that. But it definitely is worth watching. So check out Project Power. It's on Netflix, where it will probably be forever. Um, it is a Netflix-produced movie. They spent a lot of money on it, um, less than what a Marvel movie would be. Well, <laughs> And the, the effects are really good. And so if you're looking for that kind of experience, I think you would enjoy Project Power. Scott Hamilton, currently juggling lots of spinning plates these days. Please uh, keep up on my webpage, therockfile.com. Uh, several groups you can join for the podcast. That's my Scott Rockfile, uh, Rockfile's Room group. Uh, links are below. Uh, got groups for the radio station and all the other projects, including the newly launched and very legal cannabis project that's going on here in Florida you might want to check out. So I'm Scott Hamilton. Check out all the links and stick close. There will be more podcasts coming up, hopefully on a daily basis. I hate to say that because I'll have to stick up to it, but uh, the idea is to, to put out at least one a day. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.